The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. The Underdog Sports Podcast Network presents Hang Time, a pro basketball podcast. Welcome to uh, the Hang Time Podcast. I'm Will Posnan, and I'm joined by my co-host uh, from the New York Liberty, Kia Stokes. Hey. And from Comedy Eagle Wit. What's good, you guys? And we're we're back again. Uh, I'm back again. You guys really held it down last week. I have to applaud you guys for that. Really? Uh, because my mom said it sucked. So. <laughs> Yeah, I felt like it sucked. I felt like we we struggled. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, I, our that's... transitions weren't as good as yours. So, <laughs> you know what I'll, I'll say? Uh, not to throw one person in particular under the bus, but I thought that you did a great job, Kia. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've um, never realized how necessary Will was. I was right like, oh, Will actually does matter. I know we take you for granted. I mean, I apologize. <laughs> Dude, yeah, me too, man. We really take you for granted. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, I know you guys are just saying that because I got my kid here, and you're trying to make me feel good in front of my kid. Um, but, oh, I don't know that. Yeah, no, I, no, got, I, I, got, I don't even I care got about your kid, kid, bro. This is all about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite, but there was a lot of like unintentional comedy last week. Like my favorite moment of the whole thing was Eagle being like, "Well, Will doesn't have his priorities straight. If I had a kid." I would still put the podcast first and then immediately being like, so what are the topics this week? <laughs> like, Eagle, how neglected is your kid going to be that you're putting him behind a podcast? That I already neglected. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And <laughs> as uh, it happens, you know? Yeah. No, but it was uh, – we have a lot of – we'll get to my news later if, if we want to, but there's a lot of big basketball news. Since, since last week, we have a new NBA champion. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> what? Shit. I didn't see this coming. <laughs> yeah, uh, so how are you feeling about uh, our new uh, our new champions to the north, Kia? I mean, I'm I'm excited. I'm happy. Um, I'm glad Golden State didn't win. You know, I thought the Lakers were going to pull it out, but unfortunately they didn't. So, you know, Toronto was good. It was a surprise to me. I really didn't think they could do it, but... I'm definitely happy. Like, definitely happy. Now, last week we hadn't seen um, – that was – I think we, we should talk a little bit about Game 5. Kevin Durant comes back and then gets hurt again. Um, oh, yeah. That, oh. Yeah, can you hear oh that? Gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, she's uh, – What about Kevin Durant? <laughs> yeah. So she's very emotional about. I got emotional about Kevin Durant as well. That was the day after uh, the day after Lena was born, and I was watching the TV all emotional already. And I was like, "This Aww. is the this is the Willis Reed of my lifetime." I I really, <laughs> honestly, I I don't think I've ever felt so strongly watching sports. Like I was just like, "Oh my god!" So emotional for Kevin Durant. Eagle, did you care at all about what what were your feelings? You're still mad at him for leaving OKC. Um, I mean, 
really, I was indifferent. I was just like, yo, this career's over. Like, I guess it's sad, you know? Like, I mean, it's definitely sad. I, I don't think he's going to be able to come back from that. Like, you don't? No, I mean, he'll come back, obviously, but he's definitely not going to be who he was. Really? I think he'll still get yeah, buckets. I don't know, dog. I just keep on thinking of when Kobe tore his shit. True, but Kobe, I mean, the big difference is that Kevin Durant can shoot over everybody with crutches, you know? Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I, I kind of, I feel like that torn Achilles is a big one. So I mean, I used to think that, but then um, this girl on my team on Liberty, uh, Brittany Boyd, she tore Achilles last year, and then she came. Well, I guess two years ago, had to sit out last season, and then this year she's still like one of the fastest in the league. Like, came back and is doing great. So like, she's also young. So that helps, but... Well, yeah, I was just, just going to say, how old is Kevin Durant? He's 30. He's 30. He's 30. Kobe was 34 when he had the same injury. Um, Yeah, no, it's tricky. I mean, I used to be all doom and gloom with career-ending injuries or with serious injuries, and then Adrian Peterson had, like, two career-ending injuries at the same time and came back and was, the, like, an MVP candidate. And I was like, I guess science got better. <laughs> yeah, so... I mean, there's always hope, to see. But... But uh, interesting, but moving to the the victors, um, do you think that how do you think uh, the Raptors fans should feel about their their championship? Do you think it gets colored at all by the fact that it came against a team that was so depleted by injury, or do you think that this is just how it happens every year? Uh, Kia, let's start with you. Um, I think it's just all a part of the game. You know, it sucks that you want. Of course, you want to beat the Warriors when they're at full strength, but, you know, a win is a win, and at the end of the day, you know, they're holding the trophy, they're going to get their rings for 2019, so, you know, it's props to them, so, it don't matter, they had to endure all season two, they, they just to, happened to come out on top. They had to beat some great teams, too, I mean, I think, in hindsight, that Philly team they beat was really good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they had to make it to the finals, they had to win, it wasn't easy, True. So. <laughs> and plus, like, the first, what, the first four games, they played Golden State, had the same roster they had, what, two years ago, three years ago, without, without yeah. Kevin Durant. So it was like, they weren't bums. Like, they were still a good team. Yeah, no, the, swapping out Harrison Barnes for Boogie, that was uh, that was yeah. what they were rocking. Uh, yeah. So it's, um, Will, what are you doing? Yeah, no, this baby was <laughs> chill the whole time, was just calm as hell. And now, you know, part of the podcast. yeah, she just, she wanted to be a part. She heard, you she, know, she heard that when Eagle's girlfriend was on, she got to say like 12 words and she wanted to make her voice heard as well. I'm going to let Sheena take her real quick because I think, you know, she's got, I think that's a, that's a thing in my family that you put a mic in front of somebody and they, they want to start talking. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but she's uh she's very cute. I'll, I sent Kia a picture. Eagle, if I don't even know if you want one, I feel like you your uh your phobia is babies, so I don't wanna I don't wanna bother you with a picture. You're a big phobia, but I'm down to see your baby, bro. It's all okay. Good. Wait, you have a, a phobia of babies? <laughs> no, I think he just means I don't want to get anybody pregnant. <laughs> oh. oh, all right. I gotta oh. say. Yeah. No, oh. he has a phobia of a baby in his future potentially. Yes. Um, oh damn. Okay. Well. <laughs> no time. Hopefully that. 
what's I gonna say? Uh, yo, when it comes to the Raptors, man. First of all, this whole like depleted Warriors argument. I don't care because when LeBron was losing teammates, nobody cared. Mm-hmm. Whenever LeBron loses because his players are injured, people are just like, "What are you talking about? Injuries? What's that?" <laughs> so the Warriors should have won. If Steph Curry's so great, they should have won. I don't care. Yeah, the people Raptors did it. Kawhi's amazing. People forget that the Wizards would have a title if Gilbert Arenas didn't bring twelve guns into a locker room. So, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> damn. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I agree with you guys. I think that, um, yeah, injuries happen every year, and I think what the Raptors did was really impressive, and I think that the team that they, at least until Clay went down the second time, that Warriors team they were playing against was a really good team. I mean, they swept uh, Portland with that roster. Yeah. And keep in mind, when Clay went down, I mean, the game was, like, tied practically. Like, it was mm-hmm. still a tight game. It's not like they were killing them and Clay went down. Yeah. Right. And they only won by a couple points. It really didn't make much of a difference. Do you guys think that uh, Kawhi will stay? Mm. I do. You do? Yeah. For for like the five year extension, or just like a one plus one, or what do you think, an Eagle? I think a one plus one. Yeah. Like he still wants to go to L.A. eventually, but now he's like, this is a, it's pretty cool to to win a title as the face of the franchise. I mean, he was the face of the franchise. He wasn't the face in San Antonio, but he was the best player on that team that won the championship. Yeah, but now he's the star, bro. Yeah. The the face of New Balance. (laughs) Yeah, man. That's hilarious. I hope some some little kids start working for New Balance. You think so? I mean, I hope. I don't think they will. I think Nike and Adidas rule everything. I saw, um, but I'm hoping. <clears throat> I'm gonna say something that that might be a little bit controversial, but it's for the first hospital. time, you've never you've first never time. done that. <laughs> yeah, go for it. I think so. I wasn't a huge fan of Kawhi before these playoffs, right? Yeah, and I've become a huge fan of him during these playoffs. <laughs> and the reason is, is because I never realized that he was mentally handicapped. <laughs> <laughs> Until these playoffs. Okay, sure. It's fun rooting for radio. It's so fun because, like, he's – this is his gift. You know what I mean? Like, this is his, like – some autistic kids know how to play the piano really well. Like, he knows how to play basketball. I'm going full full the other way with this one. My theory is that uh, (laughs) – I think it's more like when everybody turned on him when he was trying to leave San Antonio – he was like, okay, I'm not going to show you all my real personality. I'm going to have this. Remember when Rasheed Wallace was like both teams played hard? I think Kawhi has turned that into a persona in just every interview. He does that because, like, when he's on Snapchat with uh, with the team after they won the championship, he's dancing. Oh, did you guys see the uh, the cooking thing he did with Serge Ibaka where they cook bull penis pizza? What? Yeah, no. oh, it's one of the best things on the internet. So Serge Ibaka has this cooking show on YouTube where NBA players come over and they cook weird food. Like he cooks like cockroaches with Kyle Lowry. It's pretty great. But on the Kawhi episode, they cook bull penis pizza, and there's it literally so the show's like 15 minutes. Three minutes of it is them cooking the food, followed by 11 minutes of them being like, "You try it first. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> 
But he has personality on that? Yeah, he has like a little. Yeah, he has a little. It's not like he's, look, he's he's not I'm, Steph. Yo, the dog, ball. you know what was the highest moment to me? There were two very high moments during the playoffs where I was like, oh, he's off. Because it's more than just the last. <laughs> it is. Okay. All right, so when he hit the game winner against the Sixers, there was a there was like an emptiness in his eyes where I was like, oh, he, he's off. <laughs> then, <laughs> then when they won the championship, he started arguing about counting the last two points that he scored. <laughs> and everyone else was celebrating. And he was like, count my two points. Count my two points. Hey, priorities, man. I was like, oh, he's off. <laughs> I like him. I like him a lot. them to know they won by three instead of one. Or yeah. whatever the score was. He's, he's passionate That's about his two points. <laughs> yeah. Dog. I love him. Okay, well, I hope he stays too. You th- you hope he stays? Yeah, at least Me maybe too. a couple more, maybe like the one plus one that you said. Just because like your first year in Toronto and you happen to win, like, dude. I mean, I guess you could leave at, like on top and then go to LA. How great? Like, yeah. How how great would not, it? Like stay, let it ride. Okay. I just think it'd be so great if at the parade they pass him the microphone and he's like. I'm going to the Clippers, like he announces it at the parade. That would be, whew. You think they would boo him? Because, like, he just brought them a championship. Would they boo him right away? And, like, give him a few weeks? I think they're Canadians. They're appreciative. I think there's cities you can do that. Like, I think LeBron could have done it in Cleveland, and they would have, after the championship, and they would have pretended to be happy for him. I think there's other cities, like, you just can't. You're right. They are Canadians. So. You know what would be a good case though for Eagles' argument is uh, the fact that he wants to go to the Clippers so bad and not the Lakers. Like, is, is the Clippers' practice facility ten minutes closer to his house in LA? Like, why would you want to go to the Clippers? Maybe just to start like his own thing. Like you know, the Lakers got everybody. Well, not everyone, but you know, they have yeah. so much history. The Clippers don't have as much. Now you want to maybe start that or be the top dog like if he goes to the lakers he's really gonna outdo magic and kobe and all of them sure like you know okay i'm not sure i don't even know if he cares about that kind of stuff but if he cared about his two points he might care about (laughs) you know his name in the banner and the rafters i mean yeah okay that's a that's a fair argument i hadn't thought about that at all well speaking of the lakers the lakers just traded for uh the best power forward in basketball Anthony Davis, uh, Eagle. Do you have any any theories around Anthony Davis? Because uh, his his Men in Black commercial was pretty rough. <laughs> Yo, I'm so excited about this dog. Yo, I couldn't wait for you to bring this up. Uh, first of all, <laughs> let me let me do my GM thing real quick because I, I know how I want this team rounded out. Okay. All right. So I say we get Kemba, not Kyrie. We've had enough <laughs> Kyrie with LeBron. I love Kyrie, but let's get Kemba. Right. Let's not get Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler. It makes no sense getting another forward. Let's get Kemba. Then let's round it out with like a JJ Redick as a cheap free agent. I was saying, I was thinking that too. And Jay. you know me, I don't pick white players, but JJ's great. He can shoot. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> what were you thinking, Doug? Oh, and Apache Beverly as a backup? Whoo! Okay. Fire. Okay, that's that's interesting. Kia, what are, what are your thoughts on on uh, Eagles Lakers lineup? Um, 
I mean, it's not bad. I would like to see it if that could happen. I heard some stuff about Kemba maybe trying to go there, but I also heard something that he wants to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know exactly what's plausible, but um, I'm interested. I'm really just curious to see what pieces are going to add because they gave away their whole team, basically. Yeah. So I'm really just trying to figure out what's going to happen. I mean, I feel like you have a lot of people that want to jump at the chance to play with LeBron and AD, but also I feel like a lot of people don't want that – I want to say pressure, but it's kind of like pressure. Like you need to have a good guard that can like utilize both of them. Although LeBron plays with the one through five, so he can still probably just be point guard anyways. Well, the tricky thing about but, it, yeah, I don't know. No, the, I mean the tricky thing about if they sign Kemba is then they won't really have the cap space for much else. And the reason Kemba might want to stay is he can get two hundred thirty million over five years in Charlotte, and only I think a hundred sixty-five million over four in LA, which is pretty good money but it's a big difference also um i mean what's what's uh what is it 100 mil well it's like 56 million difference in that fifth year that he can only get in yeah what's the difference yeah to be fair like (laughs) it's a lot of money but if you look at like legacy like dog like you're almost guaranteed a championship if you go to la with with ad and lebron like that's a hell of a team and that charlotte team's gonna be almost a guarantee of a trip True. You said what? That Charlotte team will be miserable if he stays. Oh, God, yeah. He's going to lose again. Yeah. Um. So I, I hear that. But if he goes to L.A., then it's hard. They probably wouldn't be able to sign somebody like J.J. Redick, who's probably going to cost 10 mil a year or something like that. I mean, it's it's tricky. I mean, he might take a huge discount. He's J.J. But if J.J. were to take a huge discount, why wouldn't he just do it in Philly with his teammates who it seems like he likes a lot? Actually, that's an interesting question. Eagle, who do you think is a better pair, uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis or Embiid and Simmons next year going forward? Nigga, LeBron and Anthony Davis. It's not even close. <laughs> is that – Keith, you why agree is that that's a crazy a question? question? I think Embiid is better um, than Anthony Davis, and I think who knows with – LeBron and Ben Simmons next year. Uh, I love Embiid, but I don't know if I can say that. That's crazy. No, you Eagle, yeah. you would hate my uh, my big power rankings because I have Embiid second and I have Jokic first. So you're not going to like those. Ugh. And Davis wow. third. Yeah. Anthony Davis is hands down Ooh. best in the league, dog. You think so? Yeah. As long as yeah. he stays healthy, yeah. Best power forward, I'd say, but best big, I would – I would rather have Embiid or Jokic, and I think. What do you mean big? When you say big, what do you mean? Like center like or center, power center, forward? Like true fives? No, like power forward or center, any big. Well, yeah, he's the best power forward. He, oh, so you're saying that one of the centers is better than him? I say both centers, yes. Oh, you're crazy, bro. Okay. I might be. <laughs> I mean, I haven't gotten a lot of sleep the last week. Maybe that's affecting my ranking. Also, I think AD can play the center position. Oh, well. for sure, for sure. That I agree with you. About. But, yeah, so I think that uh, J.J. could uh, – he would be a perfect fit to me in L.A., especially if they're going to bring back Rondo. I think if you bring back Rondo, then you need somebody like J.J. Redick at the sh- at shooting guard. Yeah, I would also, agree. To be honest, like, they, I'm looking right now, like, at the options they have. They have so many good options when it comes to, like, free agents, dog. Like, it's so many good options. So who's one that nobody's thinking about that could be a, a great fit there? Terrence Ross. Oh, he would. Yeah, he he'd be good. Except he brings 
Uh, is he still dating Amber Rose? <laughs> I don't oh, know. No, nobody. Isn't she dating somebody with yeah. blonde hair? That's true. Yeah, she's dating a 20-year-old rapper who who is trying to look like her. That's never a good sign. <laughs> I think she's pregnant, isn't she? I don't know, but... Um... Okay, I'll keep confess, up. I got Amber Rose pregnant. <laughs> I was hoping for a different episode for this to come out. Yeah, well, well, here, let's bring Lena back and you can hear what a baby sounds like real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, well, I didn't think this would go there, but yeah, Terrence Ross would be a good fit on the Lakers. I, I agree with you about that. Um, and I think he'd be a perfect guy because he's a guy who wants more shine but is also a very skilled role player. And Lakers are really the only team in the league where you can have three million Instagram followers as a role player, you know? Also, I think uh, there's, see, there's a couple options about to throw at you because as much as I've talked shit about him, Seth Curry would be a decent fit. I agree with that too. I I would love Seth. Curry I heard something that. about that. What do you hear? That they should try to. Well, I, well I, these are just people on Twitter, so you know <laughs> they don't know anything. Um, but they were trying to say that he would be a good fit for them because he'd be cheap, and there are some other reasons that I can't remember. But yeah, I was like, huh. okay. Yeah, I I think that would be a good fit. Um, yeah, green. So do you, do you guys agree? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, do you guys agree that the Lakers are the favorite for next year? Would you go that far? No. No? I'm going to say yes. Not right now. They don't have anybody else. Who, the reason because uh, I know they will get other people. I do think that it'll be like when Boston had the big three and all the older guys were just like, yeah, we want to. And you know what I actually – once one narrative that I thought was really stupid – um, that I've been thinking was stupid was people saying that people didn't want to play with LeBron. They were like, nobody wants to play with LeBron. And that was based off of Paul George, and that was the whole sample size. Nobody else had the option to. <laughs> it was just the everybody was like, no one wants to play. And there was guys at that time, guys going, we'd love to play with LeBron, you know, whether it was Ben Simmons or Anthony Davis or whoever. But – the media was like, nobody wants to play with LeBron. Maybe Kyrie also didn't want him, but then he wanted to again. Yeah, I was just saying, I think Kyrie, yeah, Kyrie, because, you know, they had their little whatever it was, yeah, their little the, tip they yeah. had where Kyrie <laughs> wanted to be the man or whatever. I don't even remember the whole story, but it is funny how Kyrie said he'd think about going to the Lakers. Or, that's just interesting. Well, that's why I think Steph is so smart, because so many guys want to be the man, but being the man, it's like, so you want no one else who can help you when it's when shit gets really hard? Like, Steph has always done the opposite of that. He was like, no, I was the man at Davidson. It's kind of rough playing with, you know, guys who are pre-med on your team. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, I, th- I to me, the favorites right now, and I feel weird saying this, to me, the favorites are Philly and Milwaukee going into next year. If Kawhi goes, and if Kawhi stays, then it's those three teams at the top of the East. Do you think that Toronto could repeat again? I don't think they – they wouldn't be my first choice, but I'd feel silly not mentioning them as a favorite if I'm – I mean, I'm kind of leaning towards Philly as my favorite going into next year. So you think they're not even going to make it out the East? Like They're not making it to the finals if Kawhi stays? Yeah, I guess I, I, guess I think that – if I had to pick who I think 
I think it would be Sixers and either Lakers or Rockets, and I think that I would lean towards the Sixers winning. If I were to, I mean, we're picking next year's finals in June, so that's kind of <laughs> silly, but that's how I feel right now. So you think the Sixers are going to beat the Bucks next year? Yeah, I think that Sixers team only got 12 games together. It's something crazy. Yeah, but dog, but they're not going to be the same team, yo. Who do you think they'll lose? Because now I'm Jimmy. hearing... Jimmy, they're losing Jimmy. Do you think Jimmy goes to the Nets, plays with Kyrie? All I know is he's not staying there. He's already he's already said that he's leaving. Um. Well, he alluded to possibly leave. I think they're going to lose Redick and keep everybody else. Yeah, he's going to the Lakers. Didn't we already discuss that? Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's done. <laughs> um, yeah, I would love for him to go to the Lakers. So where do you think Jimmy goes? Where do you guys think Jimmy goes? I have no idea. It's on you, Eagle. Uh, I don't know. Oh, my God. I just read James Harden has reportedly been communicating with another NBA star. Dog. To do what? what? Come to Houston? Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> what, is communicate? what does that even mean? Does that mean they're texting? I don't know. Wait, could you I'll... imagine he goes to the Lakers as their shooting guard? Oh, stop it. That's not even <laughs> a possibility. I wish I could find this. I wish I could find this tweet for you guys because it was so. I'm gonna have to look for it now because. Well, Eagle so posted saying how. Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna give you time to find it and just say that Eagle oh. posted a thing that made me laugh really hard, but also, uh, it was okay. So what Eagle posted was that Jeremy Lin was the first Asian to ever not contribute to a class project. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And I was just like, yeah, it's definitely racist, but I'm laughing at it, so what's that say? <laughs> because <Damn>. it's true. <laughs> Y'all really just uh, something else. I'm not going to be able to find this tweet. I already know. Really? I, I, remember I, who. I made myself look I terrible for no reason. <laughs> I know. You're doing so good, too, but I can't remember who tweeted it, and I think it was too far away. But basically, you were saying how... It sounded like, it seemed like a bunch of high school drama, but it was like James Harden and Chris Paul are mad at each other. James Harden said that Chris Paul dribbles too much and talks too much for someone who can't beat by the defender. And Chris Paul said something that James, I can't remember, but it was like some high school drama. Damn. I couldn't, yeah, I don't, oh, damn it, now I really got to find it. Let me just go on to. By the way, I read more into this article. It looks like Jimmy Butler Speaking of Jimmy Butler, it's a coincidence that I was distracted and actually was on point at the same oh. time. Jimmy Butler <laughs> going to the Rockets is the argument. Is that okay. James Harden's been talking to Jimmy, trying to get Jimmy over there. Well, they would have yeah. to get rid of Capella, right, to make that space. But I think that would be smart for them. I mean, you, I think a lot of teams, especially in light of what happened to the Warriors, a lot of the teams next year should try to get into the playoffs without caring about their seeding. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if the Lakers – go into the playoffs as a fifth or sixth seed next year just because they're trying to make sure that LeBron and Anthony Davis stay healthy. Rockets, same thing, and then they ramp it up in the playoffs, you know? Oh, for sure. I don't care about seeding. Just get in. Yeah. Get in and don't be like the eighth seed. The only team— Okay, I found it. Okay, let's see. Okay, it just says, report. James Harden thinks Chris Paul talks too much for someone who can't beat his man off the dribble. <laughs> CP3 tired yeah. of ISO ball. Owner complains about CP3's deal, and D'Antoni is a lame duck. Yeah. That's the whole tweet. <laughs> I mean, that 
I agree. Uh, who do you agree with, Eagle? Because I know who I agree with in this scenario. Um, are you Team James or Team Chris? This feels like Twilight or something. <laughs> I'm Team. Uh, I don't want to be Team James, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Team James. I'm very Team James. What about what about you, Kia? Um, I mean, I feel like they both just got some stuff to get off their chest, you know. If I was CP3, I'd be mad about this ISO ball, too, because James has a ball in his hand 90% of the game. And if I was James, I would want my point guard to do a little more as well. So, I, I don't know. Well, if I were James, I would go, you're being paid the biggest contract in the league, and we're better as a team when you miss 50 games in the regular season to get healthy for the playoffs. Like... I do everything during the regular season. And then if I'm Chris, I'd be like, yeah, but then you get worse in the playoffs. But I don't know if that's a fair thing for Chris to say because it's like they were going against the Warriors. They were great in round one, you know? Yeah. That, I don't know. But I want to listen to It's a whole video. So I'm going to listen to it when we hang up. Okay. I should have did it before, but no I was worries. laying down. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Chris Paul, it's difficult because – He's so fun to watch, and he's a great interview and seems like a great guy off the court, but I just think that he would probably be pretty difficult to play with because he has such an attention to detail that after every game he can tell you 11 reasons that something was your fault, and it would just be frustrating. I feel like a lot of players can do that, though. Yeah, but I think Chris Paul... Uh, is very hard on himself internally, but not vocally, because it always seems like the other stars on the team are like, why is Chris Paul so mean to me? And they don't get that he's that mean to himself too, but it, it, not out loud. Like Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan always were like tentative around Chris Paul. Oh, it's hmm. possible. I don't know. Um, I'm not a fan of Chris Paul or James Harden, just because <laughs> I don't like players that look out of shape, but they're really good at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> you must hate Marcus so Saul. About Mello. Yeah. Never like Mello, never like Marcus Saul, never really like Paul Paris, Antoine Walker, the list goes on. You like guys oh, like damn, Russell Westbrook just... that look like they're going to jump through the ceiling. Yes, I like a dude who looks like he's fit for being a professional athlete. So how do you feel about Zion okay. cuz he's both of those things? <laughs> love him. Love him. You know what it is? They remind me like the the the, the, chubber, the chubby players that kill. They remind me of of like the old dude that comes to the park and everybody's like, man, he sucks. Oh, and then, then he, he kills. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't <laughs> want to be deceived by you. Just look like a professional athlete, dog. Like, why, <laughs> why are you so good, but yet you're out of shape looking? Oh, now I get why you hate Jokic, because you hate Jokic. No, that's pure racism. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, uh, this week, Eagle, you're going to love this. We're sponsored by uh, the the largest uh, black-owned vineyard in California once again. Um, we're sponsored by Be Divine Honey Wine, uh, which is – honey wine is a beverage, and Eagle, you're going to love this too. It, it comes from Ethiopia. It's the oldest beverage uh, – oldest alcoholic beverage in the world, which – I mean, I think you can guess who invented it if it's the oldest of something in the world, right? Um, but, God. But, yeah. So if you guys 
You guys should get. You know, Kia, uh, Kia, you you enjoyed it, right? You 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 really yeah. enjoyed drinking uh, Be Divine Honey Wine, correct? I did, I did. <laughs> um, and uh, yes, it's available in two flavors, Brut and Demi Sec, and also it's available sparkling and non-sparkling. Um, what what was your favorite between the the two flavors that you tried, Kia? Um, the sparkling one, the I don't remember. Yeah. Was it the less sweet? It was the, we the had the sweet? sweet one. We had the Demi Sex Sparkling. That was probably my favorite of, of all of them. Yeah. Yeah, that one. And uh, one thing I didn't know that I learned uh, recently about it is that Honey Wine has a very small environmental footprint because you don't have to cut down any trees. All you need is like people, what do you call it? Like people that farm bees, honey? What is that called? You. I, I don't know. I sh- that's what I should have looked up before that. Beekeepers. <laughs> beekeepers. All you need is beekeepers and bees to make honey wine. Oh, yeah. So huh. if you drive a, a Prius or you care about the earth, it's a great way to get drunk. Yes. <laughs> I doubt people that care about the earth want to get drunk. I just feel like it's not their thing. You don't think so? I feel like they're more likely want to get high. I bet you Alexandria, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, well, she was a bartender. She probably gets drunk, and she she cares about the earth. I don't know. Okay, so one person. That's <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> a, a journey of a thousand steps starts with one step. I think that's a saying. Something like that. Uh, sure, yeah, sounds good. Um <laughs> Well, if you guys want to wanna buy Be Divine Honey Wine, and you should, um, you can go to www.beedvine.com and go to shop. And if you want, you can go to their awards and press section where they have all of their uh, gold medals that they've won at wine competitions. And it's like 16. I was going to read through all of them, and it's just way too many. It's actually like in the 20s. They just they, – Oh, damn. Yeah, they win tons of awards. Um, for their wine, so you guys should you guys should check it out. Eagle, any any thoughts on it? I think it's a great thing. Everybody should check it out. Okay, great. <laughs> well, if you know if you want to check it out, you should do that at www.beedvine.com uh, slash shop to go to the the shop section. And uh, now to uh, I don't know. Now to the reason why why I was absentee last week. Um, I was, you know, I wasn't I wasn't here last week, and I apologize to people for that because they had to they had to hear Eagle um, guess that Kim Jong Un was from Japan. <laughs> <laughs> why would he be from Japan? Oh, I, for- I forgot about that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I listened to, like, most of the episode, and I was like, wait, Japan? <laughs> damn. I mean, yeah, damn. Yeah, no, that's, that's pretty bad. bad. I got nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. No, that would be, like, if you thought that Pablo Escobar was from Spain or something. It's just so off. It's just like, uh, yeah, so I'm I'm back again. I wasn't here last week because uh, I had a daughter uh, last Sunday, uh, her name's Lena. She's she's really really great. Uh, do you guys have any any questions for me about that? I mean, I don't want to just sputter about how great she is. 
Um, wait, did I wish you happy Father's Day, or am I just a terrible person? You did. You did. Let's just say you okay, did. I'm, I'm pretty sure. sure. Yo, well, I'm pretty you know, sure I didn't. In my head, bro, in my thoughts, I wished you happy Father's Day, and I know you're <laughs> special enough to have read my mind from a distance. Eagle, oh, yeah. Oh, damn, I definitely didn't. No, Eagle, Eagle, wow, I did. I no, here, you're good. But, Eagle, I did appreciate, um, <laughs> in, in your thoughts, I, I did read that Eagle did wish me happy Father's Day. Um, he, he waited till early Monday morning. You know, he he's not going to do it on Father's Day, but it was, you know, no. eventually. Absolutely. Yeah, eventually. Okay. Yeah. Whatever works. Well, happy belated Father's Day. Oh, thank you. Thank you. No, it's... Uh, <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> I, I don't think it's a thing, but now it's a thing. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, yeah, it's it's cool. Uh, well, that's... So that's what do you do? A, what do I do? Well, what's I, life? I yeah. do what, what's life with the newborn? Great question. I do basically equal almost almost 50% of the stuff close to 50% of the stuff I I change diapers I give her the bottle I burp her all that stuff um and then a lot of times I'm just we're just like watching tv together and stuff <laughs> or I'll like what'd you be watching uh with my is she a weekend she is not a week we watched that uh we watched that Adam Sandler movie on Netflix with Jennifer Aniston. It's pretty funny, murder mystery. I don't know. We watched that. Um, you know what we did the other day that was fun? Uh, we just chilled in my bed and listened to the Carter Three. Just like hung out, listened to the whole Word, Carter Three, okay. top to bottom. I wasn't. I was surprised that that was the album I wanted to listen to over there because it like I love Lil Wayne. I mean, I really love Lil it's Wayne. A little aggressive, no? It's just like a fucking feel good album. It, it was great. I don't know. It was okay. I, I was. And did she like it? Yeah. What vibes did you get from her? No, she loved it, especially. Uh, she liked everything except a Millie. And in retrospect, a Millie's the worst song on the Carter Three. So she has good taste. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't yeah. make sense to me though that that was the single from the Carter Three because every single song is better than a Millie on it. I don't know why that. That's kind of like that Kiki song from the Drake album where it's just not one of the four best songs on the album, but it just caught fire. Yeah. It's only because of the Shiggy guy. He made it uh, popping. Yeah. From that damn dance. Yeah. That's really the only reason. Do you think that that was organic, or do you think that was a covert marketing campaign? No, it was organic. I know Shiggy. It was organic. You know him? Yeah, yeah. I knew Shiggy since before he did Instagram videos and before I did stand-up. Yeah. And oh, y'all go way back. Yeah, we go way back. And yeah, it was it was organic. He's just goofy, and he made a video dancing to it because he thought he could like that type of song, like he can make a good dancing video to. Okay. And then it it popped. Yeah, it popped in a huge way. That was I'd never heard of. I don't think most people had heard of him before that. Um, yeah, I never have. I always doubt any of those campaigns. Like any any time something pops, like right now, I guess we can get into this. Right now, there's a couple of them. Uh, there's a video right now popping on social media of Tory Lanez telling a producer, basically accusing the director of his music video of colorism. They got a light-skinned girl in the music video, and oh no, they have a dark, darker-skinned girl. And then the producer swaps or director swaps her out, puts a lighter-skinned girl in, and then Tory Lanez goes like, "Don't do that," swaps it back, and that is out on like World Star and stuff. And uh, I think it's staged. I just don't. 
I think I think it's addressing a very real thing, but I just don't think it's. I think it was planned. <laughs> well, one of the models, the dark skin girl, said that it was fake and that it wasn't real and it was staged, and that he was actually talking to the light skinned girl more and telling uh, her she was really pretty and giving her all the compliments and kind of was ignoring like the darkest skin girl. But I don't know. He no. just posted something on his Instagram, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, I believe her. I believe her immediately. It just felt very like, <laughs> first of all, if you're the director, why would you let that video? The director is the one with the access to that film. If like, if I'm directing a music video and Tory Lanez is tearing into me, I'm like, delete, delete, delete. I'm not putting it out there. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. It's Absolutely. Seems staged. Uh, I think, um, well, from Instagram comments, so, you know, this is very valid stuff here. <laughs> um, people were saying that he's just trying to get back on the good side of the dark-skinned African-American women because he said that we would trade Aisha Curry for the one girl who was twerking, the white girl. That That's so ridiculous on so many levels, like, I don't know why did why did darker skinned black women care about Aisha Curry? I don't well, know. It was just like it was more of like that we would trade her for a white girl, like yeah. black versus white thing. And then he was like, oh, in order to get like the dark skin back on my side, because I don't even know why this is what his plan was. It's it's ridiculous if you ask me, but you know people reach all the time. Yeah. Did he get sensitive because Aisha Curry went on Red Table Talk and was like, I have. You know, I have a need for attention that's sometimes not met as the wife of an NBA player. Mm, it was after that. Okay. So I don't know. Um, and then the other, the other thing that I, or the other media campaign thing that I think was staged, and I don't know, this is probably controversial to a lot of people, but there's an actress named Bella Thorne who got hacked, and the hacker threatened to release pictures of her, like blackmailed her, like I'll release your nudes. And she was like, well, then I'll just release them. And the reason I think that one's staged is because she's not prosecuting the hacker. And the reason she's not prosecuting him is because she said that she believes that he's 17 years old. So she knows who he is, but she's not prosecuting him. I don't 